Welcome to Business Blur Review and the Women Running Businesses Podcast. My name is Francisca Lee, and I'm your host. If this is your first time listening to Women Running Businesses, we are a weekly podcast that brings successful female entrepreneurs in every week to dive deeper into their minds. So stick around to hear authentic and honest conversations surrounding entrepreneurship, and make sure to subscribe to stay in the loop. Today, we have a very special guest, Liv Portillo. Liv is the founder and CEO of DBL Jewelry and Bossology, a business course. She has grown a massive following of over 2 million entrepreneurs across her Instagram and TikTok. And today we'll be talking with her about businesses and how she grew them. Thanks for coming on today, Liv. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited for this. Of course. Okay, so let's just get right into it. Let's talk about DBL Jewelry. How did that idea of starting the business come about? So the idea of it, and I guess the reason why I wanted to start my own business, it's a really complex question for me. So I have different reasons. Um, So the first one would be the passion for it. I've always loved art and fashion. I I actually wanted to grow up to be a fashion designer. Um, This is almost like it, though, because it's jewelry designer fashion. It's the same industry. (laughs) But um, yes, I've always had the passion for it. I always wanted Um, to be a business owner too and to be able to make a life out of art and fashion and jewelry is a dream and second of all I've always wanted to be my own boss and there's so many perks to being your own boss you have flexible hours you control your time you control your own income for example like a nine-to-five job you're stuck at a salary like the same salary for years Mm -hmm. but as a business owner you can make money um, the more you work, like, the more successful your business will be, basically. Like, a 9-to-5 job, obviously, you'll have a raise every few years. So, I'm saying, like, crazy growth. Like, from year right. one, you can make, like, 50K. Year two, you can make, like, 50 million. And it's it's crazy. <laughs> like, as a business owner, it's just, like, your life could be extraordinary. And it's all up to you on how hard you work and how motivated you are. And third, I... I never wanted to use my talents and work (laughs) to make someone else money it's like you know if you can make like if you have the talents yourself you can make the money for yourself and anyone can do this everyone is super talented in their own ways and it's like if they only knew the potential they had within themselves they wouldn't you know what's the point of working all of that for someone else and then not even being compensated enough and it's like the same amount each year so it's like it's not really motivating when you're making the same amount each year if you work harder or not work harder. I don't know if I'm making sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like a true entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. So, um, yeah, I feel like my creativity and my motivation, it's just like I couldn't just, you know, give that on someone else. You, any, anyone can do this. But speaking of a nine to five job, I don't want to work. I didn't want to work, so I'm happy I'm not anymore. (laughs) I don't want to work an entire life and then, you know, be 65. That's retirement age. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, this is normal in our society to be, you know, work your entire life. And then once you're 65, you retire and you have a few years and then, you know, you die. You die off. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) But yeah, like we only have one life. We want to live it to the fullest. I want to live it to the fullest. And personally, I'd like to retire at like 30 um, and, you know, not retire as in stop all my businesses. Um, Maybe like, I don't know an exact word for it, but I would just be managing my business on the side. But, you know, I would have my own life where 
at 30, I'd be married and have kids and, you know, not have to work that nine to five job. Like my parents, they work nine to five jobs. And, you know, it's a good life. Um, There's no hate against, you know, nine to fivers. And I'm not complaining about how my life was before. Of course, we lived a good life. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's just like, but, well, my mom worked from nine to five. My dad worked from five to one. And he has, you know, the two week vacation. Everyone has this. this is like the usual for a nine to five job. And it's just it's just different, you know, when you get to just travel all the time. It's just I have this whole extraordinary life in my head that <laughs> I've always wanted and I knew I couldn't get it from the nine to five. Absolutely. So speaking of your parents, uh, what do they think about your success with starting DBL Jewelry? You know, like we started back when you what you were in high school. What yeah. do they think about all of that? So in the beginning, it was crazy. Um, I'm Filipino. So, you know, we have Asian strict parents. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I guess if anyone else is listening out there who also has strict parents, like they know that at first they would be like, oh, no, because it sounds crazy. So I'm from New York. And um, I think you said you were from Texas. I don't know how yeah. it is over there. But, you know, the environment is different in New York versus California for example there's a lot of business owners in California but I guess the place where I was in New York there's no business owners I uh, I'm sorry there's no like e-commerce online you know Mm -hmm. influencer brands that are doing super well of course there's businesses um it's just like not out it's not here like how it is in LA for example and for me to say that I wanted to do business and sell jewelry, I sounded like a crazy person. And everyone looked at me like I was a crazy person. I look back at it and I would like, it does seem like a crazy person if everyone else is, you know, everyone's focusing on college or doing something in the medical field or, you know, other fields that require a degree. And then I, I come out of nowhere and tell them, hey, uh, I switched my major from medical to business to marketing. And they're like, what (laughs) so they they were super they were actually upset at first they didn't want me to do it because you know business is risky right and of course for my parents they care about me so at first I kind of had to do it behind their back and I think you asked me just about my parents or do you mean like in general like how were people viewing this when I started in general, yeah. Yeah. I know parents are usually the main people that are yeah. talking with you at that age. So, yeah. So, yeah. Cause I was um, 17 when I, well, I started 16, but when I really started getting into it, I was 17. So, yeah, they, they're very supportive now. They were supportive back then, but they were mostly scared for me. They, they were thinking I was doing something crazy that it was just a little phase. Like, how could someone be, Uh, successful off of selling jewelry you know it just seemed like a little side hustle or a little hobby on the side like they didn't think that it could be a career and I get it because there's no one or nothing really around here in my city Um, I live in like a smaller city in New York and there's not really you know business owners who do e-commerce and you know are on Instagram it it just seems like it we live in a different generation where (laughs) I guess it's easier to understand in like LA or in California mm-hmm. where like you can actually blow off blow up from social media but over here like it just sounds crazy it's like there's no way you could live a life off of you know being on Instagram or TikTok and people yeah. think I'm crazy over here <laughs> yeah so perfect segue to what I wanted to ask next your TikTok you have like what over 1.7 million last time I checked 
followers yes. on TikTok. How did you grow your following? That is an am- like that's a massive number of followers there. Thank you. Um, it was actually fairly quick. It was crazy. I got to a million on my third month of TikTok. Oh my god! And yeah, so that was um right at the height of the pandemic, right when it started in March. I opened my TikTok account when we started quarantine, and after the third month, I got to a million followers. And then um, my growth has been a little slower since then, only because I've been focusing so much on the business. Like ever since then, like mm-hmm. sales have been nonstop. So I haven't been able to post more before I was able to post like three videos a day. But now I'm at like one video every two weeks, which is bad. I know <laughs> I need to get back on it, but I'm honestly growing my business and I'm hiring more people. So I'm still in that process. So yeah, it, it was crazy. So to grow to the 1.8 million and well the one million in three months I think Mm -hmm. it was both luck and hard work and the situation we were in because you know I started the TikTok right when quarantine happened like I said so everyone was on their phones and um TikTok was different last year I don't know if you could tell like the difference last year from now it's definitely more saturated now but before it was more like everyone was super supportive and there wasn't too much negativity on the app it was easier to blow up um, and everyone was home because of quarantine. So it was perfect time to, you know, post <laughs> me making the jewelry and helping people out with business. And I, I do think that half my followers are like interested in the jewelry and then the rest would be um, interested in the whole business aspect of it because I put two and two into my account where, you know, I help business owners, but then I also promote my own business and and such yeah that's the perfect mix right there because I know I personally follow a lot of like small business owners <laughs> and a lot of like business accounts but I actually haven't seen too many people mix both of those yeah because I want to help you know I'm not just there to just promote myself yeah the yeah, whole point was... value yeah exactly and a lot of people like you that's part of like I say this in my <laughs> business class but it's all about the psychology of TikTok it's like people okay this is gonna sound bad I guess but you know everyone is sort of selfish in their own way and they're Mm -hmm. not gonna follow you just for you it's like they're gonna follow you for information so you know unless you're like certain influencers who are like just doing whatever and not really adding anything (laughs) just being beautiful you know that that's a thing too right even just being beautiful like you're adding something to people's lives like you're giving fashion advice makeup advice so never mind on that I guess but um yeah, it's like if you're giving out information, people will, you know, follow you more and and yeah. Yeah. So do you handle your own social media and PR like on top of running your business, making the jewelry and all that or do you hire someone to do social media and PR for you? No, I actually do all of it myself. I wish I could hire someone else, but <laughs> it's like I could, but every time I did, it just wasn't the same effect. I just, you know, I felt like like dbl jewelry is my baby like i don't know anyone else who could do it better and i know it's bad to think (laughs) like that of course i would love to have a partner but it's like i feel like my biggest role in my brand is actually the marketing and that is like my favorite thing to do like the psychology of marketing and the videos on tiktok pushing them out like i wish that was the own like once my brand grows big enough where i don't have to handle like the creation and the shipping and all that um 
my my number one job would be the marketing like that's the only part that I would always focus on forever <laughs> absolutely yeah um so obviously running a business you got to get people to buy it mm-hmm. uh, have you ever used paid ads or do you strictly go organic growth on social media so I actually only do organic growth and that's why it's heavily based on psychology my marketing is like I to the T like <laughs> experimented <laughs> and researched myself and it's just like a lot of research within myself that you wouldn't see in a book you know mm-hmm. like in a textbook within school like they wouldn't tell you the stuff that I'm telling my students in Bossology it's like it's a very precise like it's not you know how everyone's saying on TikTok like it's a formula like post at this time do this trend use this song it's really not that like I could post at 2 a.m and know that it will go viral because of the psychology that I put into the video and like what people want like it's it's complex (laughs) absolutely TikTok is so crazy like I know I've had a random like it was completely random video that blew up because people were just arguing in the comments mm-hmm. among each other and I was just like <laughs> yeah I'm gonna just sit back and watch <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's always I feel like every viral video has arguments in the comments and it's so funny too it's amazing <laughs> yeah so tell me a little bit about bossology your business course how did the idea of you know starting your own business course come about it did come from my own TikToks where, okay, so when I started my TikTok, people were asking me, oh, how do you do this? How do you do that? So I just made a few videos where it's like, okay, this is how you ship international orders. This is how you make your own website. And those videos really blew me up. They got like 10 million views immediately. Wow. Um, all of them. Like I posted like five videos in a row. And this is when like my account was at its highest where it was like, this is how you do this, this is how you do that. And it was like very simple things. And I realized how like school really doesn't teach us this. Like even in business school, I'm getting a degree right now and I'm not going to thank my degree for my success because honestly, I did not learn anything. It's like the specific things that people really needed to know, um, which is free information. Like I'm not going to be, you know, like how colleges charge like 50000 a year for just, and they don't even tell you what you really need to know. Like they tell you the definition, like definition of entrepreneur. Like that's not going to help you. Like people need to know how to ship internationally people exactly so I decided to make the course because I wanted to help more people out and I I saw people started making videos about how they were thanking me and how I've changed their life it was young people older people moms and it was crazy the influence I didn't know that I had and one of my students I mean a few of my students but one in particular um, he called me and told me that I changed his life and he was super happy. He was able to make $40,000 in one day. And it's like, he never even thought that was possible. And I was like, and he was just super happy. It was changing his life. And it's just like that feeling of like being able to change people's lives. And, you know, I personally didn't come from a wealthy family. We're also immigrants. And um, back in the Philippines, we did live in poverty and now mm-hmm. we're here. So it's like, it's a huge effect when there's some people who can't afford college. Well, okay, so this is basically the whole reason. There's a lot of people who can't afford college and they think that college will help them. And it's crazy. Like if they end up spending all that money and college doesn't actually help them with the entire business, like if you wanted to run it on your own. Right. Um, so I wanted to make the course as something that was affordable for anyone to be able to afford, um, especially people who 
literally they need the small business to earn money like especially during the pandemic because a lot of people were getting laid off and unemployed because of what was going on in the world so a lot of people were turning into oh i i could make my own income at home and since i was doing it i just wanted to help everyone do it too at a very like affordable way and now i have about 350 students in the class right now that's awesome so is your class is it like a pre-recorded thing that people can watch at their own pace or is it like zoom university you log on at this time and listen to ceo live lecture (laughs) how does that class work (laughs) so it's actually so each so every month um i record a video about two to four videos and Mm -hmm. it's usually live and every time i record that video and you can come live or it's also pre-recorded you can watch it at your own time so when people purchase the course they see all the past videos that I've already done for the entire year. So that's like 40 videos. They can watch that at their own pace. But then every Sunday at 8.30 p.m. EST, um, they see, you know, the live. If I do one for that week, I do about two to four each month. And they get to attend the live Zoom class. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like a lot of like business courses out there because I see a bunch of Instagram ads like mm-hmm. take a business course and you can earn 10000 in your first month. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I'm like, why would I pay this money to like just watch exactly. you on a screen? Exactly. That is such a scam to me when I see these like Shopify gurus or something like posting like their class is $10,000. It's like, what are you really trying to do? Because it's like, I mean, <laughs> everyone, I guess, has different motives for um you know making their business course but if you know do it out of your heart and it's like it's really not about the money of course you will need some sort of compensation to be able to pay for the website and all the information but it's like I really wanted to make it affordable so that it's like how can a startup business owner pay five thousand dollars for their course it's like (laughs) you know it's like (laughs) you really only got like 50 bucks like if you're starting i started out with 50 bucks so that's why i made the course that much (laughs) yeah so uh what was the first thing like the number one thing when you started your business that you were like okay this is a good idea i'm gonna make it reality what was the first thing that you did to kind of make your business like a business did that make sense I feel like I'm going in circles with that question <laughs> the lit like what do you mean like um like what was I don't know actually <laughs> like okay DBL jewelry that's gonna be a thing what was the uh-huh. first like actual step that you took to start the business so do you mean like how did I actually start it or like when did I know that this was gonna be like how did you actually start it? Like, was it buying the supplies, setting yeah. up a website? Okay, yeah. So the story of that is um, it was one summer, and <laughs> my mom said I couldn't work. She never wanted me to get a job because um, she wanted me to focus on school. Right. And, of course, I was a 16-year-old girl. I wanted money for shopping. And then I just I asked her for 40 bucks, and I was like, hey, can you bring me to, like, the art supply store? <laughs> and we went to the arts and crafts store. I bought a few things with the $40 she gave me. You know, I just wanted to do a little something for Mm -hmm. that summer. I didn't think anything of it. And, you know, like I told you, I was always into jewelry and art. And I was, like, obsessed with Claire's. So when I went to the art supply store, I just bought, you know, jewelry supplies. You can get them for really cheap. It's obviously 
not good quality, but right. it's, a, it's a start. <laughs> and uh, for anyone who wants to start in practice out there. But yeah, I just got them and it was like $40 in total. Then at the time, Snapchat was... So I posted what I had made, which was the custom necklace, which is what made me go viral on TikTok, the custom wire necklace with the butterfly on it. Um, and I posted it on Snap. And then a few people from my high school were like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I'd like to buy that. And then I, I sold it to them at school. Then word got around. And then I started selling to all the high schools in my town. And it was more like um. <laughs> felt like a drug deal because I was like meeting them after school it wasn't anything like ooh like official um but then that's when I started my Instagram I started my Instagram senior year of high school when I was 17 and then I started selling through Instagram and then I started posting my jewelry and getting influencers around the states to uh wear the jewelry then I started my own website and then I, I'm saying it like then I did this and I did that, but I was I was having a hard time. <laughs> it's not easy now, but no, this is like a, this is a process. And Absolutely. it's like you're a 17 year old girl. Your parents don't know anything about business. You don't. Your friends don't know anything, and your whole environment has never heard anything about business or e-commerce. And I'm starting this stuff on my own. I'm getting the LLC, like that's the corporation. You have to do all these, you know, trademarking, mm-hmm. all the. Uh, all all the documents it was crazy as a 17 year old girl i was like what is this and it's yeah. hard but <laughs> in basology i tell them it's like all right guys this is what you got you got to do and it's like each state has different laws yeah it was a whole process but anyways i started my website um i did okay on the first year i did a lot of mistakes a lot <laughs> it was not easy and then um then I opened my TikTok and then this is where we are now. That's awesome. So speaking of mistakes, is there <laughs> anything that you wish you had done differently when you first started your business? Anything that I've done differently? Let's see. Like say you're starting a new jewelry company now, like, you know, knowing what you know now, what uh-huh. would you have done differently? Um. So one mistake that I did, which was terrible, it's because this is, this is what happens when you have like no <laughs> background to this. Um, I was so, for example, pretend you got like 100 orders mm-hmm. and you needed to ship them out. What I was doing was writing it down. I hope no one listening here is doing this because this was a waste of time. I was writing down every single person's address hand like with a pen because I I didn't know that there was like such a platform where it would like take everyone's addresses and print them out for you I was spending hours on that and when Bretman Rock posted me on like my second year of business he got me like a bunch of sales I was writing (laughs) all the addresses which was crazy I can't believe I did that so that's one thing I wish I changed oh my god your poor hand Yeah, and I wish um, I wish I had more help. I was definitely taking on all the roles myself, which was, it's good, but I kind of had some mental breakdowns. If I, if you're the marketer, the jewelry designer, the customer service, the, uh, the designer, everything. If you're everything, it's just like, yeah, I would change. I wish I decided to, like, let people help me and be like, it's okay. I'll, I'll let them do it. It's okay if it's not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. That's fine. Okay. Uh, so next few years, you know, who knows what's going to happen. 
what are your plans for, you know, the next few years with your business? Do you plan on, you know, getting a brick and mortar shop, uh, starting another business perhaps, or sticking, you know, strictly to DBL and online? I definitely want to stick to online. I have this prediction that, like, I feel like malls are going to close down. It's like Amazon is taking over. This pandemic clearly showed that online is where it's at. It's like all online businesses thrive during this pandemic. And in-person stores are still struggling today um, because of this. And I feel like this might cause, like, you know, all malls to close and stuff. But, yeah, I I don't want to get a brick and mortar. I want to stay online. My goal is to have DBL Jewelry to become, like, a household jewelry brand name. Kind of like, you know, everyone knows K-Jewelers and Pandora. (laughs) But I'd like to grow it enough where it's like, oh, yeah, DBL Jewelry. Like, get it from there. And... (laughs) Um, I am starting another business with my business partner. It's actually eyelashes. Um, everyone's always talking about eye- my eyelashes. So I'm like, you know what? Start a business. So we're doing eyelashes now. <laughs> and um, But my goal, like, in general, would be to just really help change the lives of people. Uh, I want to show, like, younger people, and especially women, I know this is going to be on, like, the Woman Podcast, I'll show them that they have the power to manifest their dreams, and they don't need a degree for that. They just need their hard work, their motivation, and themselves. Like, you just really need to believe in yourself, and if you truly feel like this is for you, and I'm not hating on 9to5 Job, if you want that, um, if you wanted that, I don't think you'd be listening to this podcast. So I'm sure <laughs> if they're listening to this podcast, you don't want to start your business. So um, if you're listening, you should start your business on life. Remember what I said? You don't want to be six, but your whole life not doing what you actually wanted to do. And it's possible. TikTok in this generation has made it possible to do this. And it's like, it's the best time to do it. If you were starting a business like 10 years ago, there was no internet. Like you really had to do it through magazines or on tv and those advertisements were so costly but now you could just make a whole successful business without even having to leave your house i didn't even leave my house this entire pandemic and this is what happened to my business oh my god that's awesome i know (laughs) and this is just me being like absolutely just curious Mm -hmm. what where is the furthest you've shipped a piece of your jewelry i'm sorry you cut off I, I don't know what happened. Could you oh, repeat yeah. that? Yeah. Where is the furthest that you've shipped your jewelry? Or like the craziest place that you've shipped it? Craziest would be... Okay, so there's multiple places that I would never think that my jewelry would get there. It would be Saudi Arabia, um, South Africa, um, Brazil. It's like, I would never think like, oh my God, like how did these people see my TikTok? <laughs> um yeah, it's crazy. It's like, I feel like we've actually hit like majority of the company, uh, not companies, countries <laughs> that the US could ship to, which is like insane. Like we have reached Germany, the UK, uh, Canada, Mexico, like everywhere. So it's like, I don't know, like, a, I don't know which one's like the farthest, but it's honestly so insane to me. Every time I get an international order, I get super excited. It's like, oh my God, they really, I saw this quote once where it's like, my goal is to have um, my my name spoken in places I've never even stepped in before. So it's like, yeah, I've never been to Brazil. I've never been to, <laughs> to South Africa. It's like, I want to go, oh, Dubai. Like, 
it's like oh in paris it's it's all over europe and it's like oh my god like my jewelry's been there but i haven't yet it's <laughs> it's so cool to me <laughs> well, please tell me you know have you seen those like scratch off maps of like places i've traveled please tell me of one of those like where you've shipped your jewelry <laughs> i did i did actually for like the u.s but then um when bretman okay <laughs> it was, so i had this like little you know yeah i did have like a little scratch off thing for the u.s for the states mm-hmm. and then you know, I was doing good. I had like 15 states off the map. Then when Bretman Rock had posted me that time, it was it went crazy. It's like all the states were filled that same night and then and around the world. And I was like, I honestly shout out to Bretman Rock. I love him so much. He actually just won an award yesterday. I'm so proud of him. I love him so much. <laughs> I thank him for like everything. How did he find out about uh, DBL jewelry? So Bretman is he's Filipino. I'm Filipino mm-hmm. too. Right. And I sent him, he had a P.O. box, and I sent him some jewelry pieces that I handmade for him. It said his name. I do, like, custom wire jewelry mm-hmm. that I handmake. And I sent him a few pieces, and I never knew that he would post them because, you know, he obviously has, like, uh, what's the word? Like, sponsors and people right. he works with that pay him to advertise. And I, like, I don't know, it was just, like, this connection I can't believe that out of all the things that he picked out in his mailbox like he thought that my little d-bill jewelry necklace was something cute and he posted it and i think he really loved like the thought of it and i wanted to thank him because he he honestly inspired me to like open instagram he was do you know who Bremen rock is yeah yeah i've seen him on yeah. instagram he's so yeah. funny like <laughs> i've been following him since he like first made his first video and, like, I had thanked him for inspiring me to um, open my business and spreading happiness to people, just like how he spreads happiness. He posted this, and that's really when DBL took a, a, a change. Like, that was, like, my first one before TikTok. So, like, I owe him, and it's, like, I feel like he really pushed my brand and, like, pushed me, like, and inspired me. And the happiness he gave me, it's, like, oh, I wish I could give that to someone one day. awesome and i think that is like the perfect place to end this episode for our listeners make sure to tune back in next week for a new episode of women running businesses and live a huge thank you for taking the time to chat with us today thank you so much for having me